Welcome to the Ether. Today's Tuesday, March 7th, 2023. Today on the Ether, Alpha Growth has a discussion with Sega, 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 about safer yields in volatile markets. Winston, co-founder of Sega. Let's take a listen. Hey, Kirill, can you make me a co-host? We're going to wait for the Sega people to get started. Talk about some safer yields. I'm Brian Culligan from Alpha Growth. And we're talking about to Sega later today. They got some cool apps and dApps to help with your volatile markets. And we're going to be joining people and having people join. Um, I would just, you know, to catch up, last week was a really, really amazing week. There was, it didn't feel like a bear market at all in East Denver. Um, the team was at East Denver. And what saw some amazing, inspiring, interesting different projects going on. The amount of builders, the amount of excitement was just fantastic. And I'm not and I'm not just blowing smoke. It just like just felt like a complete and utter like bull, bull, bull. Right. So so I think real world assets were hot. Some of the topics and narratives around was like, how do we get more real world assets on, on the blockchain? How do we wrap a lot of these DeFi primitives and protocols into stocks so more Web2 people just on Robinhood could like just jump right in and ape right in into um, some crypto stuff that has a as a has a SEC FINRA approved uh, uh, wrapper. I think that was like super interesting. Um, met a company that was a publicly traded company that um, DLTX, I think it was called, that it's publicly traded, invests in validator infrastructure. Right. So all of the validator nodes and, and, and basically has a public company. And, you know, you can go into your can you go into your, uh, uh, you know, whatever your exchange account is and invest in uh, met some incredible different opportunities. I think, you know, there was a big buzz around base and optimism. I think there was a lot of people starting to build on base. Everything was um, ZK rollups and ZK sync and just the use cases and user experiences that, that people are talking about. They're talking about putting biological data on chain using ZK rollups um, to basically do matching of a, a personalized identity matching for multiple different scenarios, for healthcare scenarios, for driver's license, for voting scenarios, tons of really interesting use cases um, around that. And, and really just, a phenomenal group of people that were there. Uh, let's see, what were people bearish on? People were bearish on, uh, you know, V2 AMMs. People were bearish on uh, DeFi as usual. You know, fundamentally, it was just we have to do more and more um, interesting things. Uh, uh, 
people were bullish on, I think one of the, I had one of the more interesting conversations I had was talking to um, uh, Near and their, and their uh, a blockchain uh, opens, open service or what it's called BOS. And fundamentally within that, they built kind of like a Netlify containerization and componentization to be able to quickly build the front ends um, of, of apps. I think, you know, with, with some of the regulation that's coming down the pipeline, potentially in the U.S., uh, they're looking to front on, regulate front ends, uh, but you could spin up, you know, 100 domains in a very, very short, limited amount of time if you componentize your, your experience. And I thought that was super interesting. And it looks like we have Sega and Winston up on the stage. Winston, how are you doing today? Hello. Hello, hello. I'm well. How are you? Doing great. Uh, were you at East Denver? Uh, I was. Were you there oh my too? God, it was amazing. That's what I was talking about while you guys were joining, joining the fun up here. Oh, nice. Yeah. Which which um, when were you there for? Uh, for about three days. I was there for the main conference. Uh, when the the day before the main conference started, and like two days of the main conference. Yeah. 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 East East Denver is great. I think it's one of the best conferences in the annual crypto calendar a hundred percent it was uh i i dude it didn't feel like a bear that's what i was just saying and it was just like so much opportunity and it's just we're so early and just everybody kind of recognized we're so early what was your favorite other than other than sega what was your favorite uh the most interesting thing that you saw um i think i so for me, actually, I spent most of the time going to side events okay. and like connecting with crypto founders and other like, like our investors hosted a number of side events. So um, I think actually for me, the most valuable thing was just meeting fund managers and institutions and family offices that might be users for Sega and hearing their perspective on, you know, what they're doing today from a crypto investment perspective. And then obviously like sharing Sega with them. So I think that was like the most valuable aspect of um, eat demo for us as a protocol, but on top of that, I think it was just nice to like see everyone in person and obviously like reconnect face to face. That's kind of the best part about this community. Yeah, I completely agree. I think absolutely the conversations and the stuff that people are working on is just like mind blowing. But you know, enough about that. Unless you want to kind of dive into that a little bit more, I would love to to kind of uh, get this started and and kind of understand more about Sega. Your, your interesting NFT products and how you're using that as, as both uh, advancing yield and, and optimizing yield as well as how it's integrated into your interface. It's super interesting. So like, how'd you, you know, how'd you come up with this idea? How'd this idea get started? It'd be a great place to start. Yeah, for sure. So um, this idea got started when my co-founders um, met at a, DeFi conference in New York, actually. So what happened is, um, so Arissa, one of my co-founders, she used to be an options trader. And specifically, she actually traded uh, this type of an options product called exotic options, which in TradFi has a $1.6 trillion market size. And she had the idea that these products deliver a lot of value to retail users in TradFi. They don't yet exist in crypto, but they could solve a lot of similar problems that the crypto um, community was experiencing around declining yields, um, not getting enough protection from losing investment and downside, and uh, just the general lack of diversification of 
uh, crypto DeFi projects. So um, we had a really compelling product that we wanted to launch in Web3 for the first time, and we were the first to do so. So we brought these on-chain exotic options products to life um, on Solana, and uh, we quickly grew to become the number one derivatives protocol by TVL on Solana. Wow. And how long did that take? Uh, candidly, I think it took three months. Um, yeah. We officially launched on Solana mainnet at the end of June. And I think by the end of September, going into October, we um, we had reached approximately 45 million in TVL. Um, that was, that, that was the, the, the peak TVL, um, obviously before all of the FTX related like market crises. Right, right, right. Yeah, the, the, uh, unfortunate, but you know, a little bit of bloodletting to make more people like optimized and, and get more uh, quality projects uh, uh, available and notice. All right. So you launched on, on Solana. Um, you know, what problems does it solve? And I was like really interested in, in your NFT set. Yeah. So um, the problems, okay. So I guess I'll, I'll, I'll talk about the, um, that question in two parts. First, talking about the problems that we're solving, and the second, in terms of like our NFTs. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, as I sort of touched on uh, earlier, the three problems that we wanted to solve for the crypto space were number one, um, declining yields across de the DeFi um, ecosystem, number two, the lack of safety and just people frequently losing money when they're. Uh, investing in DeFi, and number three, the lack of diversification in the industry. So um, we solved the first problem of APYs through a unique uh, options product that we've launched, and it's called a fixed coupon note. Um, so this type of option strategy allows users to actually sell multiple options at once, um, and the specific type of option in TradFi is called a basket option. So this generates two to three times higher yields than what you typically would find in other types of vanilla options trading strategies. And so the yield enhancement is uh, really strong for users and yields can range from, uh, you know, anywhere from like five to a hundred plus percent, depending on the specific types of options that um, you're trading. So with exotic options, which is what we've built on in crypto, um, we're actually able to generate two to three times higher yield for users. So that, that's the first problem that we're solving. Um, the second problem that we're solving is around lack of um, protection for users from losing their investment. Um, and so the way that we solve this through our option strategy is what's called a barrier option. So with every single Sega vault that um, users can deposit money into, they don't risk losing any of their investments unless there's a severe uh, market correction um, where prices fall 50% or upwards of 90%, depending on the product they invest in. So we've added this price protection feature for users to help them minimize their losses. And this is actually really unique compared to other types of options trading strategies where, you know, your losses can materialize very, very quickly. Mm. Um, mm -hmm. And then lastly, in terms of diversification, what's really cool about these exotic options products and strategies is that they're actually very unique for DeFi. So we were the first protocol to bring exotic options products to life. And um, what's also really exciting is that through through these basket faults, you actually get exposure to lots of different types of underlying crypto assets, which could help to diversify your portfolio. So those are the three problems that we solve. Um, in terms of the NFTs, you actually might notice that 
you know, my profile photo and a couple of the other profile photos here in the Twitter space today um, feature this character that we call uh, a Sanic. And it's, it's a, uh, it's like a visual parody and like play on the um, Sonic the Hedgehog mm -hmm. uh, meme. And this was actually just a really special way for us to celebrate our community when we launched on Solana um, to uh, identify um, the supporters for the community and to give them special benefits um, when they're using Sega. So actually, um, if you were to come to Sega's web app, there's a number of option strategies that are gated to NFT holders. And so depending on the NFT, the number of NFTs that you hold, you would actually get different access to different strategies. And we wanted to create some of these incentives, um, not just to like, you know, create a fun community, but also to think about ways that we could marry DeFi and NFTs together and create more value for these uh, really interesting technologies. That's super interesting. So these are kind of like membership NFTs. I, I'm looking at the Solana DeFi Summer Serum Orca Saber quoted yield of 171% right now. Must hold five NFTs. Yes. So that was a promotional um, option strategy that we launched in the summer of last year. And that was only available for, for about a couple of months. Um, so that was that was a really fun way of, um, you know, giving the community access to really unique types of option strategies based on the feedback that they were sharing with us at Discord. Um, and yeah, like that, that product was trading. Um, it was trading at that yield. Like all of the APY that's shown on our website is the actual APY that uh, the actual um, implied APY from trades that actual trades that have been done with market makers. So they're not just like numerical estimates. They're they have the actual trading APYs. So yeah, that was really fun. Um, but we we turned it off um, after the summer ended just to, you know, keep things spicy. Yeah. You you just mentioned market makers. I would love to know a little bit more. Um, are you using the collateral to market make or like what's the what's the underlying uh, risk assessment in on on these on these options? Yeah. So currently, all of our products um, are there's no under collateralized or collateralized lending with our current products. So if you deposit a thousand USDC into one of our vaults. Um, your USDC stays in that vault. And at the end of the 27-day trade, you would receive the options premium. Um, where the market makers come into play is that the market makers are taking the other side of these trades. So Sega sits in the middle, provides a catalog of these different options strategies. Users come to our web app and deposit um, USDC in exchange for uh, the yield. And effectively, they're selling options. And on the other side, of the trade, we have market makers who are coming to Sega and they're buying these options as a discounted hedge for positions in their books. Or some of them might um, uh, hedge these positions and take a spread. Um, and so, the market makers provide the other uh, the other side to these trades. Um, but there's actually no um, collateralized or under collateralized lending um, with these market makers. And that's actually a change that we introduced. Uh, after the whole FTX crisis, mm -hmm. um, when we started seeing just how much irresponsible behavior there was and just how much opacity there was in um, actions by the market makers, we decided to uh, eliminate that potential risk from our products so that users didn't have to worry about losing their investment. And this is actually really exciting, but we are currently in the um, 
in the midst of uh, launching on Ethereum uh, and bringing our really uh, innovative products to Ethereum users as well. And so when we make that launch on Ethereum, we do plan to reintroduce the first edition of Sega products, which actually had the market making um, on the, the collateralized lending aspect with market makers. Um, but we're going to make sure that we introduce that in a safe and risk managed way. Um, but right now, none of the products offer that because the, obviously the market is still, um, you know, very sensitive. Yeah. Yeah. It, it really is. It's, a, it's, it's hyper volatile and, uh, it, you know, there's just the inkling of, of, of a DeFi spring coming. Um, but let's dive a little bit more into that. It, it can, can the market, do you guys have like a, is it, is it like more institutional on the back end for the market makers or can retail get involved? Uh, so today retail cannot get involved on, uh, on the buy side of mm -hmm. this trade. Um, the only people that we work with um, to buy Sega options are uh, crypto market makers with uh, a credible track history. Um, everyone is KYC'd and everyone onboards um, through like a service that checks the market makers. And we do that just to make sure that, you know, we understand the risks and the profiles of the counterparties that are trading with our users. Um, I've heard of other DeFi protocols that will um, engage with like anonymous market makers or other types of um, sort of like smaller market makers mm -hmm. who might not be as well known. But I think our perspective um, from a risk perspective is that that's just, uh, it makes us uncomfortable and it's not uh, necessarily responsible, especially, you know, given the potential volatility in crypto. So for us today, um, users coming to Sega um, are only able to deposit USDC where they take a sell side on these trades um, and the buyers have to be um, KYC accredited market makers. Got it. And then, but that could change in the future um, as long as we, totally. we find a way to, you know, offer these products like responsibly. And then, so um, they're buying the options and that's what generates the yield. They, they're hedging their risk and go, doing different strategies on the back end, doing Delta neutral or things like that. Right. Yeah, exactly. And so all the APY um, it's, it's really, simple uh it's it's just real yield paid in usdc and all the apy is coming from the options premium um on the, these basket options with the barrier positions got it and then in terms of like how how secure is that kind of interaction between the market makers and on the DeFi side can you explain that yeah so uh it's really secure and like security is probably the number one priority for us um, as, as an entire company. And I think that probably goes, uh, you know, that's it, true for most DeFi protocols. Um, and obviously like the emphasis on security is so important because, you know, no one wants to lose their user's money and like user trust is so important in this space. And, um, that's certainly true for us as well. So for our Solana smart contracts, we, um, we engaged some of the best auditors in the space to make sure that our smart contracts, um, we felt confident in the security and safety of, of them. So uh, there's a really great auditor called AuditorSec, and they were previously hackers for, uh, they, they literally were the, num the number one hackers at a global um, hacking competition, and their ex-hackers turned security auditors. And so they're some of the, the most well-known in the Solana space, so we engaged them to do our audits. And then actually, in addition to that, we also did uh, a 
um, a live consultation with another auditor while we were actually in the process of developing our code. So we wanted to make sure that like in the middle of development, we were developing the best security practices. And then post-development, we got a check from some of the best auditors in the space. Um, and so that's on the Solana side. On the Ethereum side, we're doing something similar as well. So we're also um, looking to get double audited and we're actually in the process of wrapping up the audits right now for a smart contract. Um, just because, you know, as you mentioned, security is so important in the space and that's like super important for us. Yeah, that makes total sense. I, I like you, you <laughs> health and wealth, you can't risk it, right? And it's, and these, these contracts are tricky. Um, so before you get to the security audit, you have to build a product. How did you source your team, your development team? So, yeah, that's a great question. Um, two of two of my co-founders are engineers, and um, they both come from really strong tech backgrounds in Silicon Valley. So previously worked at like Apple and Yahoo and Tumblr and Tesla. So um, we had two really awesome engineers um, on the co-founding team. And then in addition to that, we, we just actually managed to grow most of our engin- engineering team through word of mouth. So um, friends of friends of friends, for example, one of our engineers joined from swim protocol, which was the leading bridge, um, the leading like simplified UI bridge on Solana. Um, and so he joined us from there. Another engineer recently joined from token sets. Um, also known as Set Protocol, which you might have heard of. They, they were kind of like an OG DeFi protocol um, from, I think, two cycles ago. Um, mm-hmm. And yeah, I, I'd say like we've honestly had most luck just growing our development team through our existing network and just, you know, being in a space, building something really interesting and having friends reach out. Um, that seems to actually be pretty consistent with most other teams I know who have around you know 10 total people on the team is that they grow pretty organically early on um we have also engaged like headhunters to try and help us to find really great crypto talent out in the space and so i think we're trying a lot of things to grow the team but i think historically some of the best hires are ones that like have come through you know referrals and word of word of mouth yeah 100 percent. i think that that's always the best way to do it because people that understand the culture or you know friends like to work with friends and um you know, basically that your, your reference is like that. Are you guys hiring now? Uh, you know, I want to say we are hiring, but we actually just filled two, uh, two open roles on the team from an engineering perspective. And so we're actually reassessing our um, growth plans on the engineering side for Q2, just because we've like literally just closed two really, really amazing hires. That's awesome. Um, but I think congratulations. Like, Thank you so much. Yeah, um, we're really excited um, for these for these engineers to join. But like, with that being said, there's so much uh, to build and, and so many exciting projects that we have lined up. So um, we obviously need like really talented engineers to join the team to continue doing that. So yeah, like we're gonna figure out our Q2 headcount um, very soon and then uh, release those on our website. But yeah, for the current moment for Q1, we've um, we've met our hiring goals already. That's rad. That's super cool. Hiring the right people is like a really, really big milestone. What other, um, what are some of the other biggest milestones that that Sega has achieved? Um, you know, I think our, I think our biggest accomplishments have largely been oriented around speed. Like, I think, you know, Sonic the Hedgehog moves really fast, <laughs> and that was 
I mean, you know, it, on one hand, it's, it's kind of like a fun, like a fun thing, but we really do pride ourselves on speed and on moving fast and uh, on hustling um, as, a, as a company value. And I, I think like when we think back to everything we've done since we you know, raised our seed round in January of last year, we've, we've moved really fast. And so, you know, we've shipped uh, our testnet product in three months. So from January to March, um, we launched Sega on testnet. And then in June, three months later, we launched a you know, fully audited Solana mainnet. And then in three months, we'd grown to be the number one DeFi derivatives protocol on Solana with 45 billion TVL. Um, and you know, this quarter we're planning to launch on Ethereum. So I think for us, like moving fast and continuing to execute with speed to hit some of these big milestones are uh, are yeah, probably some of the things that like we're the most proud of. Yeah. Speed is important. I mean, people don't want to wait around 10 seconds, 30 seconds for a transaction to 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 cover. Um, I, I think it's one of the biggest issues on 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 ethereum do you guys have any ideas on how you're gonna you're gonna meet with that challenge or um as you move away from solana which like high tps to to much much lower tps yeah so what's really interesting about our product is that um we don't so with with the sega vaults uh when you deposit usdc um you're taking this trade for a 27 day duration and the calculations of whether or not your options are in the money or out of the money, that's only done once per day. So um, for us, the value of launching on Solana was actually create a really great retail experience for users. But um, for the actual options product that we built itself, it doesn't actually require um, you know, 24-7 liveliness or high throughput per se, because it's actually like a fairly... Um, you know, set it and forget it type of mm-hmm. product over the 27 day period. Um, but yeah, like I think the beauty of Solana is that anyone can experiment and try these DeFi protocols with just a couple of dollars and pay cents in transaction fees. Like I think it really reduces the barrier to entry and the barrier to experimentation, which is awesome. Um, given that so many people, you know, on Ethereum mainnet might choose to you know never engage with some of these DeFi protocols because it just isn't worth all the transaction fees um just to get back some you know like level of yield um and so that's that was the the one of the key reasons why we decided to launch a slot early on um at the same time from day one we wanted as many users in crypto to be able to access these innovative products that we've built and so the ethereum launch was always you know the next Stepping stone for Sega after we had, um, you know, launched our protocol on Solana. So, I think, you know, with the upcoming launch on Ethereum, uh, we are really, really excited because that's where uh, a lot of users are with USDC bags, and we'll continue to be able to, you know, get those users um, to learn about Sega and actually benefit from the high yield and downside protection that we offer. So, um, yeah, like Sega still works on Solana. If, if anyone has a Phantom wallet, they can connect uh, a Phantom or a Solid wallet on Solana. They can still connect and deposit and benefit from the proc there. But if people have Ethereum wallets and would rather wait for Sega's launch in Ethereum, uh, we're coming very soon in just about a month's time. So, uh, yeah, like we're, we're like at the end of the day, we want as many users as possible to use and know about Sega. And so we're going to continue expanding across um, the different multi chains to make sure that we get there. Yeah, that's really smart. I think, you know, one of those 
sit, like set it and forget it type of scenarios, you're not doing high frequency swapping. Maybe in the background, you're doing the transactions. People are borrowing the yield. Interesting enough, why did you choose 27 days? So that it was actually um, it was actually picked on purpose. The reason we did 27 days is so that um, every four weeks, roughly, um, users' trades would compound on their previous um, yield earned. So the way that the Sega vaults work, yeah. Is it, does it compound automatically if you don't pull it? Yeah, it compounds automatically. So basically, if you deposit 1,000 USDC into the vaults, um, after the 27-day trade, when the APY is paid directly to you, um, that initial principal plus the yield are auto-compounded for greater returns. And that rolls into another 27-day trade. So when we actually launched um, on mainnet, we, we started off doing 30-day trades, but the issue with 30-day trades is that it kind of created this like weird calendar timing offset where like <laughs> every 30 days, it wasn't necessarily the end of a calendar month. And then, you know what I mean? So then um, for, for the best user experience and for simplicity, um, we decided to have this window basically be like four weeks, four weeks. So it was really easy for users to think about like, you know, when their money would be compounding. It's beautiful. And, and so the, the locking mechanism, then, then it, you know, obviously it rolls over. Do you guys have like an un- unstake mechanism or like an indication like, okay, next, next round I'd like to get unlocked. Is that how it works? Yeah, we do. So we, we actually, um, we built a really beautiful portfolio feature um, in our app. So um, for any user who has deposited money into a vault, they can head over to the portfolio tab and it basically shows information about how much yield has been generated so far, as well as the upcoming um, key dates. So when the 27 day trade expires and then when the rollovers are happening. Um, And obviously for like any user who wants to withdraw, if they've submitted a withdrawal request, they can also see that information there. So um, it's funny actually, like when we first launched Sega, we didn't have this portfolio page built and we got a lot of questions from the community about some of these um, you know, very detailed questions like, hey, for this specific trade that I made, um, given that it's rolled over three times, like what is the upcoming date? And, w- and we realized that users actually did want that level of granularity. So we built the portfolio page and now it's really easy for you to find, you know, all the information related to, um, you know, your investment in Sega. Fantastic. Really, really respect and appreciate what you guys are doing. It's like, like some of the, some of the stuff isn't like as degen as like some other things in DeFi space, but this is where the infrastructure and, and the trench digging is like needed in DeFi to like bring on more and more institutional capital into the space. And, and that's rad. So congratulations on that. In five years, what do you think you guys want to be known for? Ooh, that's a good question. In five years, I think there's going to be a number of things that we'll be known for. Um, our, the main vision that we have for Sega is to be the first true DeFi decentralized investment bank. So um, even though we've gotten, um, you know, the, we're off to a really strong start with our exotic options products, um, we're already number one in exotic options. And we think there's a lot more um, growth opportunity as well to continue expanding um, outside of exotic options, potentially into like manila derivatives and derivatives generally. And then 
after derivatives, there's a lot of opportunity to continue building really great innovative products for uh, DeFi users. And so our ultimate vision in five years is to be um, DeFi's decentralized investment bank. And I think some of the things that we'll be known for are um, moving really fast and shipping quickly, always putting users first. I think we've done a lot of things in our history to show that we really do put users first when it comes to thinking about uh, product revisions to make sure that they're investing their money safely and having the best risk, pra risk management practices to protect users um, given that they're trading with counterparties. And so I think we want to continue to, to be known for our maturity, safety, and risk management. Um, and then, yeah, I think like the other thing that we'll be known for is launching really innovative DeFi products. So with, the, with these exotic options vault that we've created, which trade fixed coupon notes, that really was innovative and it really shook the crypto market when we brought these products to life. Um, we have a number of other really exciting products that are in the pipeline right now, which we can't wait to announce um, at a later date that we think are also very innovative and we'll continue pushing the boundaries on DeFi. So hopefully in five years, we're known for you know being DeFi's decentralized investment bank and continue to be known for our speed, innovation, and you know strong risk man risk management practices. That's a that's rad, dude. Um, it's really interesting around the investment banking thesis and really getting more institutions. And I think I, I I've seen at East Denver like a ton of tooling companies that are kind of talking about that. Like, how do you get more Web two traders into into Web three? I think that um, a lot of this is like traders want to trade and if you kind of push the tooling uh around what they're already doing effectively like they could just simply segue into the uh into the web3 game if as long as the tooling is there and you guys are are building that um who are you looking for yeah who are you looking for to partner with or collaborate in in the space is there anybody that we can like you know help introduce or just throw it out there into the universe who, who you guys are looking to meet or partner with yeah, that that'd be awesome. So I think like um two two main buckets come to mind. Um the first bucket is potential co-marketing partners as we uh launch on Ethereum. So we are the number one DeFi protocol on Solana for derivatives, but um we've spent so much time building and focusing on Solana that as we're launching on Ethereum, you know, we are still um very much like a newcomer to the space. Um, even though like we've met a couple of the other key derivative protocols, we, we did a DYDX Twitter space the other week, but I think we'd love to partner up with more of the Ethereum, um, derivatives protocols. And I think it'd be really exciting to do co-marketing with them to talk about all the ways that we're continuing to innovate and push the boundary on DeFi derivatives for the ecosystem. So I think that's like one main, uh, bucket for partnerships that we'd love to think about, especially as we're approaching our launch on Ethereum, um, just making our name more known out there, I think would be really awesome. Um, I think the second partnership area that we'd love to think about is actually in terms of increasing distribution for our products. So um, all of the Sega vaults are USDC denominated, which is, which is really important for us because it delivers um, a much better retail experience to know exactly how much ROI you've made from your investments in DeFi and the, having the real yield component for DeFi staking is important for us. And so we'd love to find ways of distributing our product potentially through, um, 
you know, wallet providers or portfolio aggregators or um, other types of like aggregation products on Ethereum that make it really easy for users and wallets who have USDC to find the best opportunities to generate risk adjusted yield. So I think some of those partnership opportunities can be really interesting as well um, from a distribution perspective. So yeah, I think it's like co-marketing um, to continue pushing the boundaries on DeFi and then potentially like, you know, wallet distribution collaboration. Yeah, I think it, so. Yeah, I, I guess if, if you have any, um, you know, if, if any names come to mind or, or any great um, friends that you have in the space, we'd love to get intro to them. Yeah, it's it, it, co-marketing is is super powerful. I think, you know, just candidly, like one of the biggest things that we do at Alpha Growth is get people grants to go on particular chains. And the amount of co-marketing that exists, like we had we had one project like a couple of weeks ago uh, launch on, on Kava and they went from effectively like nothing in, in a span of two weeks to 12,000 users just because of the back and forth and the partnership and the co-marketing. So it's a, it's an entire game that that's huge. Yeah, they had like twelve thousand users on testnet. It was an incentivized testnet, but um, got it. Like it's you know people want to play games and getting the right partners involved of different like yield strategy for in your case different yield strategies or different tokens that people want to uh, uh, stake, lock up, and have people trade with it, it is super important. And I and I think. You know, from my perspective, I, I believe that as you move to Ethereum, the amount of liquidity that's going to become available is is you know, un, not unlimited, but you know, but there's a lot more liquidity and a lot more games that you can play with the different token strategies. As long as your counterparties want to borrow and hedge against those uh, uh, those different tokens, so huge opportunity there. There's there's also ch- like um, after Ethereum, obviously you would be building in in uh, Solidity. And um, would love to work with you on your multi-train strategy on, on the ABM side. Yeah, that sounds great. Um, it's interesting. I'm, I'm looking at Kava now. I think um, actually, yeah, it's funny. Like at, at East Denver, I think interoper- interoperability. Wow, that was a mouthful for uh, <laughs> for Tuesday morning. Um, interoperability was obviously like a very major theme, and I think um, everyone is thinking about how to you know have a successful multi-chain strategy. And obviously, for us, that's something that's like top of mind as well. Um, but it is really exciting to to think about all the ways that, um, you know, users across different ecosystems can get access to really great DeFi projects. And um, at the end of the day, to create value from their crypto assets, which, uh, you know, is a major reason why people are so excited about um, blockchain and, you know, moving from fiat into crypto. Absolutely. All right. So I'm going to open it up to to more questions. If anybody from the audience wants to wants to hop in. Um, and maybe, you know, I, this is admittedly one of the smaller audiences we had, maybe people are like all talked out from the last week. I know there's a couple people on our team or, and there's a bunch of people that I know that are in transition today. Um, as they, as they come back home, there was supposed to be two more people on our team here, but, um, so we're going to open it up to questions and if anybody has one, but you no, know, is there anything that I didn't ask you that we, you wish I would have asked about? Um, no, I think you covered. I mean, I, I think I think the most important thing that I wanted to share was, uh, you know, like an intro to the process we're building, the key benefits for users around yield and safety and data protection, and yeah, just to like let everyone know that we we, like, we are so excited to be launching on Ethereum and to finally bring you know this product that's grown so strongly in Solana ecosystem um, to Ethereum users because like 
you know, in the last six months, as we were having conversations with different people, we got a lot of comments like, um, you know, I think your product's really cool, but I, you know, use Ethereum and, and I really trust Ethereum. And so, you know, like when Ethereum. Mm-hmm. And so I think for us, like we're so excited to, to, to get to be able to um, say that that answer is very soon in the next month. And we just can't wait for users to finally like start using Sega on Ethereum. Amazing. Yeah, I, I really, I want to use it on Ethereum as well. I'm, I'm, I'm definitely like a, a EVM maxi, I, I, like not, no, nothing bad against Solana, but like <laughs> there's just, there's a lot of infrastructure and bridges in it. And I get that, uh, you know, we're iterating to a future where that, that high TPS, but I, but I also believe in, in the multi-chain world and the multi-chain thesis and interoperability. Um, that's what it is, you know? So that's cool. It doesn't look like we have yeah. anything from the audience. It, how can, what's the best way that people can contact you, keep up with you and, and get more information on Sega? Yeah, I think the two best places, number one, follow our Twitter account. So um, our community manager is actually here um, joining from our uh, our official Sega account. So that's Sega egg emoji. Um, so definitely like follow our Twitter account to stay updated. And then um, our Discord community is always open and, and always available for questions. Cool. It looks like we have a question from Donnie. Donnie, you're live as a speaker. Hi. Hey, Donnie. Hey, hi. Well, my first time speaking on the space. Uh, usually there isn't a chance, but anyway, um, I think Fixed Coupon is a really uh, great uh, pro- product that I have been uh, searching. And because in the TradFi tra- world, the minimum investment is like millions of dollars, right? But now it's great. You can yes. 100 bucks. Uh, so uh, I've, I've searched uh, for, for a while, and I think there are only like two or three in the whole uh, in, the, in the whole DeFi space, and the other one on Polygon and on uh, that one, right? So uh, and and that one offers uh, like uh, a similar uh, similar list profile. Offers something like a twelve uh, uh, twelve to seventeen percent yield. So uh, the question is, um, I don't want. Oh, oh, did we lose Donnie? Yeah. So what kind of yield can be expected when Sega launch on Ethereum? Sorry to sound shallow. <laughs> oh, no worries. Hey, Donnie, um, your audio actually cut out for five seconds. So oh, was uh, there another part of your question besides, uh, no, just, or just, do you want just, to say your question again? Just, 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 uh, just that. What kind of, uh, there are all comparable yields on the uh, DeFi space. So uh, what kind of, uh, when you launch, what kind of yields can be expected? When oh, you launch on Ethereum. Okay. Yep. So I would say um, when we're launching on Ethereum, actually, we're going to have three different products that we're planning to launch. One of those products is actually still in stealth. So um, stay tuned for more announcements. But um, that product will generate yield. Um, oh, man, I think Don has dropped. <laughs> All right. Well, that's a shame. To answer, but, but to answer same question. question. Yeah, yeah. yeah, to answer this question, products on um, we have three products. So the first product is a... Is a um, hey, Donnie. So um, there's going to be three different product types when we launch on Ethereum. The first product type is our current Pure Options Vault product, which will offer yields um, very similar to what you're seeing in our web app today. So all those products that are being traded on Solana will be exactly the same types of products we're trading um, when we come to Ethereum. So that's... So the, the yields range, you know, between 3% to 15% APY. 
The second type of product that we're launching on Ethereum is actually going to, uh, it, it goes back to our inaugural product, which includes a bond and option structure as part of the vault. So for that product, um, you can expect yields to be higher, um, about you know five to 8% higher than what you're currently seeing uh, with some of the vaults on the screen. And then the third bucket of products that we're about to be launching, um, I actually can't share any details publicly yet because it's, uh, it's still in stealth, but we're really excited because that is going to be a higher APY product. And so you can expect to see yields um, at least mid-double digit, potentially um, even up to 100% plus. Um, so I'll, I'll leave it there. But okay, yeah, that's, uh, definitely catering to it because yeah. we have right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I think it's like for us, our strategy is to offer like a really compelling catalog of products to users that meets them at their risk reward threshold. So for some of the DGen traders, um, there's going to be lots of really exciting products for them to trade. And then for the more conservative product, there's also a lot of safe downside protected products that still generate really strong APYs for them to trade. Um, and yeah, that's that, that's part of our, our catalog. But please stay tuned. I think there's a really exciting product that you're going to love um, that's coming very soon. Okay, thank you. Looking forward to it. Winston, this has been a pleasure. I really enjoyed our conversation and appreciate what you guys are doing and excited to see that yield going multi-chain and these types of options. So thank you so much. And uh, this is Brian Colligan from Alpha Growth. Winston, if you want to do a, a final call out, let me know. Yeah, no, I think I've shared most of um, the, the the key tidbits already, but thanks so much, Brian. This was like a lot of fun. Um, and also, yeah, thanks everyone for joining today. Um, yeah, I think like, you know, if there are interesting partners that um, both from the co-marketing side and from the uh, distribution side that come to mind for you, I would love to follow up with you um, offline about that. Um, but yeah, apart from that, thank you so much for having me. This was like a lot of fun. Thanks, Winston. Thanks, everybody out there. Thanks for listening in on Sega, getting safer yields in a volatile market. We got 27-day uh, yield products that lock up your crypto and generate yield. On the backside, market makers come in. They can use your yield as your use your 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 capital as leverage to do different strategies and effectively create yield on your bags. Thank you, Winston. You can check out Sega Finance. Follow Sega here, and then uh, is it is SegaFinance.com or is it Sega.finance? Uh, it's uh, Sega.fi. 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 That's C-E-G-A.fi. C-E-G-A.fi, yes. There actually is a Sega.finance, which is a rug site that someone created to try and do. Yeah, so yeah, don't go to Sega.finance. Go to Sega.fi. But if there's any confusion, like it's linked in our Twitter. Yeah. Always, always go through the Twitter and the valid links. Thank you so much, Winston. You have a good day. Awesome. Thanks so much, Brian. Thank you. All right, bye. Thanks for checking out another episode of The Ether. That was Alpha Growth, Safer Yields in Volatile Markets, featuring Sega, recorded on Tuesday, March 7th, 2023. For TerraSpaces.org, I'm Finn. Thanks for listening. Now, if you want to 
keep listening, head on over to terraspaces.org slash donate and show some support now. Sneaking through back alleys on a little cosplay, Broadway all day, looking like the wrong way. Resuscitating major players in the waiting room, sifting through the paperwork while I be debating fools. Breaking rules, breaking bad, like we always wait for doom. Slayed a few in my early years, often hit the shroom. Sitting in the dark, waiting for the daily news to let us know what we should believe as the latest truth. Stay aloof, writing rhymes in the studio, trying to keep it well lit like filming a movie role. Sorting through support from your endorsements, of course we're tripping balls, handing reports in. The latest proof ain't a way to move, change the view, just a bunch of pack of heads living in a chicken coop. Picking at the dinner, finger licking like the plate is gizzle, kick it for a minute, then show me what that thing could do. Two plus two, show me what that thing could do. Two plus two, show me what that thing could do. Show me what that thing could do. Two plus two. Big thinking energy always gets the best of me. When I kick it in the lab, messing with new recipes. Gotta mix and match, flip the lash, letting rhythm scratch. No shit, spitting facts with my vision smashed. Big drip aristocrats, dishing out a list of trash. Missing wisdom, this fish is too big to catch. Better let the missus know where you hit the stash. Watch your next step, bro, before you hit the traps. Walking on eggshells, tripping over landmines. And I'm about done dealing with these damn lies. Man, I'm looking at this planet like a franchise. Chastised into digging holes in the back nine. The latest proof ain't a way to move. Change the view, just a bunch of peck of heads living in a chicken coop. Picking at the dinner, finger licking like the plate is good. So kick it for a minute, then show me what that thing could do. Two plus two. Show me what that thing could do. Two plus two. Show me what that thing could do. Two plus two. Show me what that thing could do. Two plus two. Terror Spaces.